1: And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN, Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Glad to see everybody once again. I'm glad that uh, you didn't blow the station up while I was gone. Nope. yesterday. And gentlemen. it's really good
2: to not have to be the one to do that because
1: <laughs> you're way better at it than I am. <laughs> welcome everybody into the program 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 the sportocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio radio app seen everywhere on youtube just go to the click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat oh let's see what's what's going on in the sports world I
2: mean, uh, this might be the most unbelievably dull day
1: in the history of sports so we're going to try to give you some juckles over the next two hours. Right. Exactly. I mean, everything is uh, very, very serious right now. And the bigger stories in the sports world, there's the Deshaun Watson fallout from the uh, the, the, the real, to, was it? Real time, real sports, real sports or something whatever. like that. The, the, the it's a show series. that
2: I don't watch. Yeah. The,
1: so there's that. The Soledad O'Brien interviews with the, uh, with the accusers of Deshaun Watson or a couple of the co- uh, accusers of Deshaun Watson. Uh, lots of people reacting to that today. Obviously, the uh, the 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 tragic shooting that happened at the elementary school in Texas yesterday. I believe the death toll now up to twenty one, as nineteen children passed and uh, two teachers as well. And lots unbelievably of sad story. And oh, we gosh. will talk about that at the end of this yes, program. It's, uh, it's it's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but. With all the seriousness going on, we like to bring a little bit of levity, and you, you want the serious stuff, you, you've got outlets uh, to go to for that. We've got Cam Newton talk again. Yay, Carolina Panthers fans. You feel pretty good about that? Cam uh, Newton's just, still on just the He just can't stop doing it. <laughs> you just cannot close the door on the Cam Newton era for some reason. And then, of course, there's uh, there's Sam Darnold believing that he could still be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. We got the Baker Mayfield stuff, Jimmy Garoppolo, all of that. We'll get into quarterback talk coming up in the second hour of the program. Last night, the Dallas Mavericks staving off elimination yet again in the playoffs. Luka Doncic just, I I mean, he plays his best when he's got his back against the wall. And, of course, when the other guys on the team are hitting 23-pointers. That's it's kind of what I've been telling you the whole time. Like Dallas is Luka Doncic and a bunch of dudes that could get hot at some point, but not really. I mean, that series still over It's 3-1 Golden State lead. They're going back, uh, to, uh, back to the Chase Center for game five. We got the Brooklyn Nets. Not sure if they uh, uh, want to give, give a long term deal to Kyrie Irving. And for some reason, again, people are shocked by this. We got your Just a Bit Outside, your weird news. Of course, both the gambling segments. We got the green on green at the end of this hour, five on it in the next hour. And of course, we've got the best franchise. Can I say that? The best franchise in the history of the NFL i know that doing the things that you would expect them to
2: do of but course. before we get into that
1: oh okay Sorry. we have
2: one thing that we have to settle today okay top gun comes out on friday
1: yes rock jaw that is your pilot name well, i don't understand that one because it sounds like you got oh yeah because i have tmj and, and so yeah, you're yeah. making
2: fun of my disability Absolutely. rock Rockjaw. bald, <laughs> bald. <laughs> uh so we, we have four finalists okay the ginger ninja obviously had to be one of course uh, mullet hawk mm-hmm. big fan of that one phoenix i didn't understand it at first until it was explained okay it's a double entendre phoenix is a bird and said bird is as majestic as my flowing mullet ah. and then there's the one that i personally if i was voting this would be
1: mine oh the fly boy flyster domus flyster domus
2: to me that's the winner
1: i like that i am officially casting my vote for ginger ninja that's that's just that's one, have you, my favorite nickname that you have and it, it works it works for everything
2: i swear to you i did not do this on purpose have you heard josh michael's story about top gun no for those of you that don't know josh michael works here at i heart with us He is the morning show host on Star 104.3. Yes. And he has an obsession with Top Gun that is unparalleled in Mm moviedom. So last night, he goes to see Top Gun. Movie he's been waiting for for two years. Right. Dressed as Tom Cruise's character. They couldn't get it to play. Oh, they no. couldn't get the movie to play oh no and i knew something was up because i was at my house and i see josh michael going live and i knew because i do listen to that show sometimes in the morning i knew he was going to see the movie last night mm-hmm. well this live started about 45 minutes after the show was supposed to start
1: <laughs> and i went nope i figured he didn't get in of, no, there's no way that Josh Michael, star of stars, and I'm, and I'm Ashmore, not gonna lie,
2: I, I that it crossed my mind, <laughs> and then I went,
1: no, that's something that would happen to the two of us. My hope would have been, oh my gosh, he's been waiting for this for two years, and you know me, I love a dumpster fire. It was so bad he had to walk out 45 minutes into the, yep, it. Yep,
2: that one crossed my mind too. But he told the story this morning. They couldn't make the movie work. That's never good. So he's just sitting in the theater like ah yay, so excited. nothing.
1: I don't know that I've ever look. It's like, it's, the, it's like a New York Jets fan waiting on a playoff game.
2: I am well known to be a little unsympathetic nothing, to people. Nothing for that, and maybe Heartlet died. <laughs> Your team sucks too. You've had one run of Tom Brady. Okay, uh, listen, Chuckles. <clears throat> Two Super Bowls. Uh, you didn't mean to the first time. You can thank Brad. Johnson. <laughs> you can thank our buddy Brad Johnson for that. I don't know that I've ever on something that dumb felt that bad for another human. He, he does his show from home sometimes, right. and he was not here this morning. I don't know that I've ever wanted to just hug a person as much as I wanted to hug Josh. Like, I, it, it
1: just, it'll be okay. Because it has been stumbling block after stumbling mm-hmm. block after stumbling block for him to watch this movie.
2: It's like the cursed movie. It almost cannot live up to his lofty expectations. Right and then he just got got one more time
1: that's no good
2: so so i mean does he get a makeup is like does he get to go tonight apparently they just refunded his money and now he will be watching it with us with us normies when it actually comes out tomorrow night
1: gotcha so it doesn't officially come out so this was like the extra sneak peek screening yes yes i feel like you owe me one on that one you gotta you gotta pay me off a day you know a day later (sighs) have you ever been that excited for a movie i have never well <laughs> i mean heavyweights i was really oh, yeah. the excited one you for were heavyweights in? yeah like that, that doesn't i didn't even think that <laughs> it. if you're the it, only it one doesn't count right this is the only one that i've been like i can't wait to see myself on the big
2: screen and then your your claim to fame was your uh the Heine. yeah
1: your Heine anyway. got as much face time hey, as your face did hey you know you you may recognize me from my work in the camp hope promotional video <laughs> but that's the only one that i've been super excited about i mean even i i mean i can't even think of a franchise you know maybe maybe the harry potter movies yes I, i'm a nerd i look, love the harry I'm potter obs- movies
2: i'm obsessed with batman i've never been that that, that amped for a batman movie right i was it, it, put it this way i was really hyped for the last one and i was so hyped that i just completely forgot when it came out and it, by the time I realized it, it was no longer in theaters anymore. And I had to watch it at my house. The Batman. The Batman. Yeah, which you hated. Awful. By the way. God. Awful. Robert Pattinson, you're not allowed to be Batman anymore.
1: Second best Batman movie ever made.
2: And I'm convinced that if we all wait long enough, we will all get our shot to be Batman. Can't wait for
1: mine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that day's coming. Going to have
2: to give a little slack in the midsection or uh, like the old Jim Brewer joke, I'll be Birdman because my ears point straight back. All I can say is thank God for CGI. And then you can call me the Mullet Hawk, which is currently winning our
1: Jeremy's Top Gun call sign poll on the YouTube stream. Is it really Mullet Hawk? By a lot, actually. Wow. Yeah, by a lot. So there's apparently only two of us that believe Ginger Ninja should be your nickname. Yes. Nice. Yes. All right. Uh, I Win some, you lose some. Uh, Speaking of. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They are one of the best franchises in the history of the NFL. There's no disputing that. They rank up their second in uh, in Super Bowl trophies. I think only the uh, New England Patriots are ahead of them. And what they did today, or what I guess what they're getting ready to do, I don't think it's official yet, but Omar Khan. I know Khan, it's official. It, it is, just came out
2: about 30
1: minutes ago. Okay, all right. So it is officially official. Omar Khan is being elevated from player development up to the GM role to fill in or to replace Kevin Colbert. Colbert. Uh, It's Stephen Colbert, Kevin Colbert. Well, his is Colbert too, but he likes to be fancy. You know he made that up, right? I'm sure he did. Okay. All right. Just, Just so you know. Anyway, now Omar Khan is the gm of the pittsburgh steelers and this is what good franchises do mm-hmm. they don't let go of great talent when they see it in their office and this is what i said would happen unlike fr- your, from the jump unlike your 2021 2022 2023 nba champion Denver nuggets hey, who just can't afford i mean they can't afford to keep the guys that they have well
2: it, <laughs> it wasn't as much as i thought it was oh was it not yeah we, we lost tim donnelly yesterday he went
1: to the minnesota timberwolves for 40 million dollars total oh total okay he told me it was 40 million dollars per year and i went holy that is yeah no it was was 40
2: million total plus he got an ownership stake in the team
1: but the point with
2: this is this is why pittsburgh's been good for so long Mm -hmm. this is why you can count on one hand the number of times they missed the playoffs since 2000 because of course that's what you do of course that's what you do Mm -hmm. you have this this way and i didn't want to use that way and i didn't want to use that because of the patriot way Uh, a day after i just ran them into the ground while you were gone right you break you elevate a guy you just drafted a quarterback that's what good teams do Mm -hmm. now i'm going to give you an example of what bad teams do and i'm going to use my team because i literally watched this exact same thing happen with mike mccagnon the jets did everything the same way go through the draft And then you fired the GM a week later. That's why the Jets are the Jets, Mm -hmm. and the Pittsburgh Steelers are the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't buy Kenny Pickett. I never have. I don't like the pick. I've never liked the pick. However, you kind of get the benefit of the doubt. Sure. In the last 50 years, they've drafted less quarterbacks than I have fingers Mm -hmm. in a round that was higher than the, I think it's the fifth. Mm Mm-hmm. And how, Almost all of them have worked out. And
1: how many times have they have have their picks busted? Like just flat out been god awful. Not many. Not many. I mean the the closest might be Devin Bush. Oof, that was a bad one. I, Phew, that was a bad one. yeah i mean you drafted him top 10 and he and ain't you been traded
2: great. up to get him sure yeah you want to know the you, you want to hear the list of linebackers that were rated worse than him uh, according to pff last year you want to hear it again mm-hmm. yeah that was bad mm-hmm.
1: but this is a franchise much like the baltimore ravens uh that, that we look at and go these are the best teams that do they do more with what they have than everybody else and and
2: that's my point And the tie into this is what we're going to open the four o'clock hour with. Sam Darnold thinks he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL,
1: and I'm not going to lie to you; it's not as crazy as it sounds. Hmm. It's not as crazy as it sounds. I mean, I mean, it's going to be a no from me, dog. But but why?
2: Because we've seen it. Because you've had four years. Okay, now let me conversely ask this question: Mm -hmm. If Sam Darnold was the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, would it be a little more believable?
1: yes there you go yes there you go but there again i lean on the structure that they have in place their record with player development you'll see that in carolina and, and that's the point point. And, and now carolina has
2: a they're not one of the jets of the league it's been an ugly rain with matt rule mm-hmm. hope is it gets better or the year from now you, you can get back to the ron rivera days But But with with Pittsburgh, you just give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. I've seen you do this too many times. I, I at one point, watched you. You weren't great, but you were good with Tommy Maddox as your quarterback. Mm -hmm. And it's because you keep stability in the room. It's one of the things I laugh about every year when I put out draft grades, which draft grades, offseason things. We'll have an announcement about those at the end of this hour and much bigger things. And we will have draft grades coming out over the Memorial Day weekend. But the thing that always made me laugh or makes me laugh is I look at things that that teams do. And I talked about this yesterday with Mac Jones. If any other team in the league said, you know what? We're just not going to have an offensive coordinator. What, you know what? Somebody will call plays and we're not going to tell you who it is. We would talk about that every single day because it is absolutely preposterously stupid. Indeed. The reason we don't, Bill and then you watch all of these other franchises the jets the jaguars the browns just chasing your tail you're like a dog chasing cars you wouldn't know what to do with it if you caught it batman reference what's batman reference that was a good batman movie that did not have uh robert pattinson in it that was the best batman movie, without a doubt the batman number two and you just look at how these smart teams there's a reason they never fall Pittsburgh was a team that I caught a lot of flack about. Like, how are they going to be this good? How are they above the Cardinals? Well, because one's the Cardinals and one's the Steelers. hmm And then you see the, the the selection of of Omar Khan, who was exactly who I told you it was going to be six months ago. When Kevin, when Kevin Colbert stepped down or announced that he was stepping down, I told you and I said on this show, it's Omar Khan. Yeah. No doubt. They can do this for six months. And they came close. They did it for four. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how it's going to
1: end. Yeah, that was always the plan. The plan was that Colbert was going to go through the draft. Then he would step down as the GM. Still probably going to stay on in an advisory role with the team. Of which everybody's an advisor of something.
2: Are they? Nah, Guys that are GMs, they're all advisors, and I've never actually figured out what they do. (laughs) Like when you show up to work, what do you do? I'm an advisor.
1: Does that mean you're playing brick breaker on your phone for like, (laughs) Six hours pretty much, and then when uh, you know when Omar Khan's got a question, you pick up the phone that's kevin where where are the pins? I need pins D-
2: w- <laughs> the got it advisor
1: stability makes you one of the great franchises in in the league and and we've seen this from uh use the example again, the Baltimore Ravens to be able to go from you know the Ozzy Newsom years to the Eric DaCosta years of just you found you found the guy and we trust the process there aren't that many organizations in the NFL that fall into that category handful right New England Patriots Baltimore
2: Ravens Green Bay Packers
1: Pittsburgh Steelers
2: I think he nailed it you you get to five and you're like "Ah, there's no one nope right four and out kansas city i yeah it's it's a revisionist history
1: for now yeah we'll see how they move on from this era but the point of the this is i want you to think about
2: the dynamic between two players that are very similar lamar jackson and kyler murray okay lamar jackson wants a new deal wants to get paid limited thrower of the football super athlete You've made the playoffs three times. You've won games in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You've won an MVP. You have John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta. Kyler Murray, he was the number one overall pick. More talented than Lamar Jackson, and I don't even think it's debatable. Mm -hmm. Much better thrower of the football. Never been an MVP. Only been to the playoffs once. But he's got two Pro Bowls. Got demolished in that one playoff game. Right. You have Cliff Kingsbury. You have Steve Keim. You're not going to be able to put the team around him that he needs. And that's the reason that I look at Baltimore and go, you know what? Eh, You would be one of my favorites to win a Super Bowl." And I look at Pittsburgh and go, you know what? I don't like your quarterback. I think you have a lot of holes on your roster, but you'll probably figure it out. Mm -hmm. I look at a talented Arizona team and go, yeah, you're probably going to go six and 11
1: because that's what you do. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, the, uh, Dallas Mavericks survived with their backs against the wall. Made against, it rain. Oh, they made it rain. Right. Well, literally. Wow. I mean, they literally yeah, made it rain. They actually, they did. Uh, the second time that's happened. I wonder how Mark Cuban feels about uh, his, his facility leaking for the second time in not too many months. We're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville will discuss that up next. River Ridge Marketplace in East Asheville has been a staple of Buncombe County for generations.
2: And now they're inviting you to their spring fling. May 28th from 11 to 4. There'll be food from their great restaurants such as Happy Cinco de Mayo, JS Cafeteria and many more. They'll also have sidewalk sales from their amazing vendors, snow cones, inflatables and a petting zoo for the kids. So join Join me May 28th from
0: 11 to 4 at River Ridge Marketplace. Did you know Ingalls Only sells USDA Choice and Prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. The sportsocracy. Ice
1: up, son. Ice up. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN, Asheville, and yeah, it was it was kind of comical last night watching Mark Cuban just seething from every angle during the rain delay in his own arena during game four of an nba game Uh, uh, yeah of the there's something you don't see very often rain delay in an nba game it's the second time it's happened this season in dallas at american airlines arena and you know everybody wants to make their jokes everybody's got jokes we all have a voice on social media and so everybody's got a meme that they gotta put out there. And of course, it's the billionaire Mark Cuban with all his gobs of money, yet he can't fix a leaky roof. Maybe First somebody off, should go on Shark Tank with a solution <laughs> yeah. to a leaky roof. Right. Uh did the did, can he not get some flex seal? That can that they, was my it, question. Right. I, I feel like didn't you buy flex seal? Unfortunately, the American Airlines arena is owned and operated by the city of Dallas. And so I don't think he's I mean, obviously, he has a lot of say in what happens there. The facilities manager probably wasn't the most comfortable of people today in the city of Dallas. But Luka Doncic felt pretty good because he finally got some help from his teammates. I, You know, and I watched last night
2: not – intricately because yet again it was another blowout yeah and and spare me on the oh golden state almost came back they were down by 30 calm down Mm -hmm. okay calm down am i the only one that thinks golden state just went into last night and went ah you know if we win
1: great if not yeah we just might just mail this one maybe so maybe so but i mean i don't know was the defensive intensity any different in this game than it the starters has were been? horrid i mean horrid
2: and, and i mean steve kerr had to be looking around at some point just going you guys have checked out tonight mm-hmm. because the reserves were fine but that starting five was just absolutely
1: awful they're still going to win this series. Yeah, I've hard. heard
2: people t- all day long say,
1: "Well, Dallas mm-hmm. could still... No, they can't." I mean, you threw all of your uh, you threw all of your shade at the Boston Celtics when they swept the Brooklyn Nets, but it is hard. It is hard to sweep an NBA team in an in NBA uh, playoffs. So, I mean, here you're looking at a Dallas team that. Like I said, Luka finally got help. Well, I mean, this was, do or die this was a do-or-die game for them. Mm-hmm.
2: This was a do-or-die game for them. And for Golden State, it was, ah. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to, to go ahead and get the series over with, but, you know, we, we can wait a couple days and just do it in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And who cares? And that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like a team that just didn't have the intensity. It we talked. Lot- Caleb Peake and I talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. These NBA playoffs have been absolutely ghastly terrible
1: yes yes i have. mean
2: terrible and you're gonna have no heat going into the into the finals poor nba I mean, adam silver have, just can't catch you might break. have
0: some heat
1: uh, you might have it, some Miami. It, heat. right exactly you might have some heat going into the finals pick on that game coming at the bottom of the hour <laughs> we got uh what is the game five tonight two two
2: series yeah, and we've just alternated so i bet you can guess which side mm-hmm. of uh tonight i'm on we got uh, blowouts galore in the playoffs. I, I asked him this yesterday and I'm 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 curious to know how close you can come to this. Do you know how long it's been since we've had a one possession game game in the NBA playoffs?
1: Oh gosh, do you have to go all the way back to that Boston Milwaukee game? It's 2 weeks. There hasn't been, there have
2: been NBA playoff games every night but one. Haven't had a one possession game in 2 weeks. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I am going to die on the shield of, for the love of everything,
1: shorten these series.
2: Exactly. Add I don't need to urgency. see these teams
1: play 43 times. Um, you add a little more urgency. Maybe you get a little more competitive play out of it because you have situations like you had with the Golden State Warriors last night, or dare I say the Golden State Warriors in game five of the Memphis series. Remember when they went back to Memphis and everybody's and like, oh, this is over. And then shilled. exactly exactly they got stomped by a john morantless memphis grizzlies team in game five and then they went back for game six to the chase center and closed it out which is exactly what i expect them to do coming up tomorrow night when they go back to the chase center for game five of this series. these series have just been like getting your teeth
2: cleaned like is there, can this please be over i'm tired of that noise i am
1: tired of sitting here can we just get on with it (laughs) and you feel that same way about boston and and uh miami boston and miami may be playing
2: coaches before this is all said and done it's just gross everybody's hurt nothing's none of these games have been really palatable to watch and i'll be honest with you i'm gonna say something i never thought i'd say Mm -hmm. i miss lebron i miss having somebody to just I, i i not even rooting for anybody i'm rooting against you I miss that.
1: Hmm. You can't root against Golden State? No. There's nobody to hate. Yesterday, Caleb said Draymond great.
2: Green. You mean the guy that's going to eventually replace Charles Barkley on, inside the NBA? Yeah, I find it hard to root
0: against that guy. Right.
3: Boy, you must be outside your mind. The
0: sportsocracy.
3: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and
1: missed. With all the talk of NIL deals and Nick Saban throwing shade at Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher and Jimbo Fisher snapping back at Nick Saban and all of that, we have a first ever in college football a new political NIL deal. Oh yeah, that's exactly what we need. This is—I uh, I mean, it makes sense at this level. So t- uh, Tennessee Martin senior Dresser Win now has. A political candidate as one of his name image and likeness agreements it's a it's a candidate for district attorney which i mean that that plays these these are the little deals that i was telling you jeremy that you, you know it, it's not going to move a needle on the national scale but it's still going to mean something to these smaller school players to be able to pull in a deal like this now what kind of influence the quarterback of Tennessee Martin has, I don't know that it's much, but maybe, maybe in that county it's, it's worth something. The twenty seventh judicial district of Tennessee, uh, Colin Johnson, Win wrote he wants to thank him for coming out to his camp this weekend. Elections are in August, so make sure that you are registered to vote we don't know how much money he's getting out of this but i have to imagine it can't be a whole lot i mean a lot of these nil deals have guys that you know have uh hundreds of thousands of followers like bryce young's probably got four million followers and probably lowballing on that i don't know what his number is yeah they're of them are fake according to (laughs) true well if that's the case for uh for um uh when By the way, Bryce Young has 55,000 followers. Really? On Twitter. I would imagine that it was way more than that. Which means he really has about (laughs) 42,000. Well, uh, uh, apparently, uh, the dresser win, he has 1,300 followers on Twitter and 3,000 followers on Instagram. So I don't know what level of political clout he would have in the 27th Judicial District in Tennessee, but here you go now an nil deal's getting political well here's the thing i have more followers than
2: that on twitter facebook and instagram and for the right number i will support you booyah it's not politics i'm not i'm not i'm not doing it i am not doing it unless the number's high enough unless the number's high speaking of things i'm not doing unless the number's high enough the florida panthers are in a little bit of hot water and it's (laughs) thanks to a friend of the show named pat donovan he is a radio personality in Tampa. Mm-hmm. He hosts a show, the Pat and Aaron Show, for iHeartRadio, just like we do. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a story that uh, gave a little traction yesterday that numerous Florida Panther players were reportedly seen partying at a, uh, at a gentleman's club until the wee hours of Monday morning on the same day that they had to play game four to keep from being eliminated in the playoffs. Yep. If you're not a hockey fan, they did get eliminated. It was never close. And they have all said, we didn't actually do that. Their coach, uh, Andrew Brunette, said those things, I guess, happen in our universe. Check your sources. That was not the case Monday night. Well, and that's fine, except Andy Slater, Miami-based reporter, and a security guard of the particular nightclub both confirmed that it was accurate. Mm-hmm. Why do that? Just Of all the
1: places you can go, why go there?
2: Because Jackson when stores? you lose, it's going to become a
1: story. Because Jimbo Fisher did it. So Jimbo Fisher did it. It's okay for him to do it. Lou Williams did it, too, and said he did it for the chicken wings. And I'm not going to lie. Been to that very strip club.
2: They're plausible. good. They're good wings. I said it during the, the, the coronavirus. Could be, Shut Could no. be plausible
1: you don't know magic city you know that's i know there are some people that are very upset by this but oh i could care less i just don't know why you would do it
2: i don't either i also want to know and and you know we have a a a lovely house of reprehensibles that are in our chat right now and maybe somebody can explain this
1: to me Mm -hmm. who goes to a strip club on a monday why? Why why do you do that? Well, because they're I mean they're they're professional Do you professional not have to athletes? work on Tuesday? They're professional athletes, and they thought, hey, uh, we might get mobbed by our tens of fans. Oh. <laughs> NHL <laughs> shot at sports Tank, espn
2: <laughs> I just can't for the life of me. I like where are you where you look at each other and go, hey, you know what we could do? We could go to that place in the warehouse huh. district, the windows
1: pay like nine dollars a domestic beer i'm all for letting off some steam like if you're if you're ticked off you're down oh three in a series and you've you've been doing the right things like you've been showing up to practice on time you've been getting a good night's sleep you're doing all that you're like you know what we just need to go out and we need to have some fun we need to kind of you know regain some momentum here okay first off you don't do it until three o'clock in the morning like hey i've been there you know i don't know isn't there Is there not an early bird special or something? The, uh, you would be the, the person park? that would ask
2: that. Can I get 50% off if I show up at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Here's my question. That, if you're a team that is down 3-0 because you can't score, why would you go to the one place that you know you can't score? Oh, oh good for you. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Very nicely done. Yeah, that's, that's it happens every once in a while. Nice. every once in a while
1: i have a joke that i could actually say in this <laughs> microphone that is funny so the sources were checked and yes um it was pinpointed that quote <laughs> a lot of florida panthers went to the strip club on the night before they were supposed to play in game four and they got spanked maybe something I, that didn't I, happen I, at the strip club I, I, <laughs> but why do i not have a boom? are
2: <laughs> doing one-liners where it, like we're at the chuckle hut like don rickles over here hey i don't know why uh, i straightened I, my tongue like know. i'm rodney dangerfield no respect
1: like... <laughs> uh the new york or excuse me not the new york nets but the brooklyn, brooklyn nets. nets as they are so called the brooklyn nets apparently on the fence about giving a long-term extension to Kyrie Irving. And again, I have to ask, who's shocked by this?
2: Uh, Nobody with an IQ above salary. I mean, he's
1: got a player option next year of $36.5 million, which he could opt out of to go to free agency. But, I mean, maybe, maybe this is just my NBA ignorance here, because when it comes to NBA contracts, I feel like most of them are overpaid anyway. In that sport specifically, but how high is the market going to be on Kyrie Irving if he got? I mean, will he get a thirty-six and a half million dollar deal just right off the rip oh, from somebody? Absolutely, because teams in the NBA
2: are desperate for stars that move the needle. Mm-hmm. Because there's just not a lot of them. There's not a lot of guys out there that move the needle. There's also a report out now that Kevin Durant has not spoken to the organization since their playoff series ended.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, this marriage is going well, isn't it? No, it's not it's going, well. going well. I mean, look, all the warning signs were there. When you built the big 3 in Brooklyn, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, all of those names sound good individually. Together, they're a nightmare. And that's for somebody coming from somebody who doesn't do the X's and O's stuff in the nba sounds great on paper we've got these three mega stars yeah but none of them jive with each other no
2: no i mean and, and look around the playoffs is there a kevin durant left no is there a kyrie irving even left in, in terms of one-on-one ability no there's a luca who's about to get swept out in four mm-hmm. or in five excuse me then you get the Jason Tatums and the Jimmy Butlers. Oh, oh, you mean the, the guys that can do multiple things? hmm Okay. This has always been to me the dirty little secret of the NBA. It, it's adorable that you have guys like Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook and John Wall and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and I could literally do this through the commercial break. Mm-hmm. They never win. You got bucket getters. Oh, but Kyrie won a title. Dot 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 with LeBron, right? Kevin Durant. Dot 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 with the greatest with Steph team ever, and assembled. Clay, right? And Draymond, right? When your best player can't play dead in the Western defensively, you're in trouble. When your two best players can't do it, you're irrelevant. Mm-hmm. We went through this all year long. If I had a dollar for every Nets fan that has been in our YouTube chat going, "Whoa, they're gonna show you!" I'll bet you anything you want to put on it. Any number mm-hmm. that you want to
1: to charity,
2: I'll do it with anybody. I'll do it for next year. I don't even know it's going to be on the team. I don't care.
1: But but the former defensive player of the year is coming back next year. Woo. Maybe. You think he's coming back. Uh, and he will have not
2: played in a, year a, and a full half. calendar year plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. And I think that's what Kevin Durant said. I think that's why I didn't talk to the team. But he's looking around going, I'm stuck. I am as stuck as I could possibly be. Mm -hmm. And I think LeBron James does the same thing. There is no path here. Yeah. Oh, you can hire Doc
1: Rivers. Who cares? But I will sign up. If I am the front office of the Brooklyn Nets, I will 100% sign up for Kevin Durant and what I think Ben Simmons can be long-term. I'm not signing up for Kyrie long-term. He already caused me a problem this past offseason. And then what was the first thing that he said after they were bounced from the playoffs by the the Boston Celtics? Was, oh, me and KD are running the show. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He's like, we're the ones calling the shots. We're going to look at it and see how we can build this team. And team president, owners, on down the line. Sean Marks
2: went. What the?
1: uh, the uh, We? My job.
2: My job, not your job. He full he, he full went Uncle Phil from uh, uh, the Fresh Friends of Bel Air. We? Right. You, we? There's no we here. we here. You got a mouse in your pocket? There's no we here. Right. But here's the problem. What are you going to do? You let know, him walk? The Phoenix Suns have this exact same problem. We might as well. DeAndre Ayton. This has been everywhere today. The Suns don't believe that any center in the league is worth $30 million. What are you going to do, let him walk? You Trading. let DeAndre Ayton hit free agency. I promise you, there are three teams that have max level cap space. They will all three offer him a max deal, mm-hmm. and they will make you match it. You're stuck. There's nothing yet. This is the the one of the patent flaws of the NBA. Once you draft a guy, so long as they're not just absolutely awful, nowhere nowhere for you to go.
1: No trade yet, value.
2: On which one are you talking about? Which for of the DeAndre? I think they could probably offer him up to Utah for Rudy Gobert because I think Utah will take anything for Gobert that will satiate Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. and get them even a reasonable talent back. But I mean, do you feel any better about that? Oh, now I have Rudy Gobert, tremendous. Oh, you mean another guy that can't shoot from beyond four feet? Right. Sweet.
1: But do you not not like him better than DeAndre no. Ayton?
2: I, I think they're they're very they're very similar players with a slight difference Mm -hmm. and you just look at this and go you know it's weird what teams are relevant every single year boston milwaukee golden state minus the year that they were completely killed Mm injury-wise it's the same teams lather wrench repeat miami's in the final four of the east every single year do they get to the finals every year no then you look at a Nets team. Hey, look at our all our flashy new toys, and swept in the first. Mm-hmm.
1: Swept in the first, and it was really never in doubt. And yet again, they find themselves as the overall favorites to win the NBA title next. Year. And you want me to? And I'm uh, this. I'm going to say this as nicely as I can. That's
2: because there is a percentage of people in this country that are stupid, <laughs> uh, and, and that's about everything mm-hmm. when it comes to betting the NBA. Vegas knows people will do it because they have three big names on the marquee and you don't care. You don't watch the games. That's, that's how Brooklyn ends up there. If anybody with the basketball IQ of a cup of hidden Valley salad dressing, watch that team. You have no solution here. There's no fix. All right. So you're bringing in Ben Simmons. Who cares? He does two things. Well defend and the same thing Kyrie Irving does Mm -hmm. and Kyrie can't play off the ball. All right, so how do you fix that? You can't because nobody wants Ben Simmons. He's radioactive at this point, and I would argue Kyrie Irving's worse. The only player that... – I'm going to say something that's going to be really unpopular with people that like the Nets. The Nets are the L.A. Lakers minus about four years. That's the Ooh. only difference. It's the only difference. You have one younger superstar that's younger than all the rest of them mm-hmm. that's hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. You have an aging superstar that can no longer do it by himself. And you have a, in your case, he's much younger than the other one, an albatross contract that nobody wants. You see how that describes Brooklyn and L.A. perfectly? Absolutely. Oh, and you have a coach that ah,
1: doesn't move the needle in the least. Right. Right. But you still have to maintain the faith. You're 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 in that position that the L. A. Lakers are in mm-hmm. of you still have to maintain the faith. You still have to pay the lip service to the fans of we can make this happen. Yeah, because you don't want to trot out a
2: team like I'm trying Oklahoma
1: City. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want
2: to do that because people won't buy tickets in the NBA. That matters. I've always laughed at you when you say those things to me about the NFL because they don't care. Uh-huh. Jacksonville Jaguars can trot out a a a, a hot dumpster fire. Uh, still 80% of people in seats. Mm-hmm. Or at least the tickets were paid for. Right. And the thing that's comical to me about the league is that you have all of these problems. You have all of these talent problems. And the latest story out is as soon as the media deal expires, they're going to bring in two expansion teams in Seattle and Las Vegas. I've heard it for weeks. I just finally saw somebody report it. Yeah really Yeah. talk about that, that's what we need more of yeah talk, more nba yeah
1: because now we'll have uh legitimately i mean think about all of the guys that oklahoma city put on the floor this year <sighs> and now think about adding two more teams to that where you're going to have a whole nother what what, what is that 35 40 guys it's 15 per roster so you got 30 across 30 two guys. teams guys you got 30 guys that are going to be added to this league look at the g league awful it's awful it's horrible it's it is more
2: palatable to watch the usfl than it is to watch the g league and it's not Mm -hmm. even close wow expansion in the nba is a bad idea now putting a team in seattle i'm in favor of it should just be oh i don't know let's go with the new orleans pelicans oklahoma city draws they draw and they're horrible sacramento kings Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: found them what'd you do with the bell it's it's too far i I can't reach it i'll fix it in the commercial break yeah speaking of the commercial break we'll do that in just a second but first we're going to tell you about my uh, about phd weight loss my phdweightloss.com is the website if you need to change your life 24 weeks into this program i've lost over 66 pounds i am uh, slimming down getting ready for the warmer weather and more importantly i don't feel so tired anymore i used to i used to have these horrible back pains because the extra weight was weighing me down i always used to have this hunch in my back that i never really i I just always lived with it because i've always had a weight problem 66 pounds down now i'm standing up straighter my back doesn't hurt anymore and i'm finding myself able to get more active i am within single digit
2: numbers of the lowest weight i've been at since i was able to drive a car i've always had sleep problems I've had a lot of issues that were all due to my weight. That was what I said when I got on PhD. I'm not even necessarily trying to get to a super low weight. I want to get comfortable, I want to be healthy, and I want to be able to sleep better. Just half a year into this program, and I'm already there within single digits of my target weight,
1: and it's all thanks to the food and program at Ph.D. Weight Loss. It is a championship-level program, and, uh, you know, champions recognize champions. Ph.D. Weight Loss is the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. Check them out at myphdweightloss.com.
4: I believe real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com.
0: Coffee's the closers home. Get them the money. Then when you get the money,
2: you get the power.
0: That watch costs more than your car. Then
2: when you get the power,
0: then you get
4: the water.
2: ah Three and one last night has me back to two games over five hundred for the year, which means they we're getting closer to profitable. Four picks tonight. There's only two games because there's only one NHL game. There's only one NBA game. So we'll go both sides of each. First, the Colorado Avalanche are a minus 260 favorite against the Blues over under goals of six and a half. I, I don't know a lot about hockey. I'm learning as I go mm-hmm. and I, and enjoying every second of it. But here's what I've learned. Uh, when your goalie's not playing, that's a bad side for you. You're right. And you're probably going to give up a lot of goals. Give me the Avalanche, minus 260, over 6.5. The Miami Heat are a two-point dog tonight at home against the Boston Celtics, over-unders 204. This is one of those games that probably determines the series because I don't think either of these teams are going to win two back-to-back games in the entire thing. So that means I'm taking the Miami Heat plus the two, I don't think it's all that close, but over
0: 204. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for
1: it. As always, take your wagers to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. A lot of potential for free play money at BetUs.com.
0: Dirty British heart of flat! I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. British heart
2: of the Important Philip. Blood. British heart of Hate flow through you. Well, I guess this is the opposite of mad. Okay. Because so I'm sh- not mad. So she'll be happy. Well, that was what it's supposed to be, but apparently you can't read the board just by my. Head. <laughs> Since we started doing this, we have figured out that there are a ton of people all over this country that do what we do, and they have great takes. The difference is they don't have an ESPN radio platform like we do. We have been trying to figure out, well, how can can we help? We've watched the Joe Rogan model, because that's what Joe Rogan did with his show. He took all of these comedians that were confined to California, nobody could see them, put them on screen, and well, now he's Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do the same thing. I have been working behind the scenes doing things with some of these podcasters, and I have an idea that is going to debut next week after Memorial Day. It's called Mullet and Friends. It has a very West Virginia-looking logo that you could assume is designed by me. And there's a slew of people, armchair commentary that you see in the comments of this show, uh, sports and culture media from down the mountain in Greenville, ASAP Network from Texas that has a ton of people they're going to be on with us giving their takes Uh, they have specific teams so if you get tired of hearing about the jets and the bucks or the the 2022 nba champion different (laughs) nuggets and our teams well they pull for your teams and we're going to be doing these things every day it's going to be a different hodgepodge of people we're very excited about this and it will be debuting next week with some extra content all kinds of things basically we're going to be the most oversaturated two humans on the planet the only difference is you'll never exactly know who the person on the other side is mm-hmm. we're hoping it will branch you out into their wonderful content that we already consume and we hope it'll just you know continue us on our path
1: of growing in righteousness excellent don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel go to the sportocracy.com, click on that live video link get into the chat oh, as well as uh direct access to all of the extra content that comes out on this here channel we'll talk some football coming up after sports center
0: he's a degenerate gambler you are a smelly pirate hooker and he's cheaper than oxygen he's useless but somehow they make it work jeremy green tank spencer there's no holding back in the sportsocracy presented by ingles supermarkets
1: And we come to you live, as always, from the Ingalls studio. Ingalls supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. This is the Sportocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And, of course, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, live or on the band. Take us with you everywhere you go and seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com. Click on the live video link hit the subscribe button, join us in the chat, get all of the perks of, you know, just being our friend. And we appreciate you. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, (laughs) it is time to talk about, uh, the, the one topic that will not go away in the state of North Carolina, or I guess it's two states, one team, South Carolina, two, the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. We just can't, we can't quit each other. And I think that is absolutely ridiculous. Cam Newton, to me, proved last year he's not even a guy anymore. He's a name. He's a name. He's a brand. Does it work locally? Only with about 32%, if that, of the fan base now. Because from what I have seen, and if Panther's Twitter is any judge, yes, you still have those crazies. You still have those that are like, oh, Cam Newton, he just needs a shot. And then the rest of you are on our side going, Cam Newton doesn't have it anymore. And that narrative sounds really familiar. Breaking news. Ooh. Where's my button? Where's book? There it is. Who's
0: going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news?
2: You have no idea what I'm getting ready to I have say. Do. No clue. I haven't heard this. The Las Vegas Raiders have scheduled a workout with Colin Kaepernick. Oh Lord. Good luck. Has not played in the league since
1: 2016.
2: Good luck with that. We'll work out this week for the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Hey man, if he's still if he's still got something and he's willing to be the backup, because we know he's not going to compete for the starting job. And here's
2: this genuinely, literally Adam Schefter has tweeted this within the last 60 seconds, Mm -hmm. and it could not have been any better timed because I'm going to ask the same question about Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, that I asked about Tim Tebow. Put them on a, a, a total talent. Where would you put them among quarterbacks in the world? In the world? Mm-hmm. Uh, among quarterbacks that could physically play in the NFL. Take out the college guys, obviously. Okay. Among players, the Las Vegas Raiders are looking for a backup quarterback. Where would you put all of this? Because because for me, they're all in the same, other than Tebow, they're all in the same probably three to five range. And tiers? Yeah. Yeah, they're about 35 to 40.
1: Phew. First, somewhere in that neighborhood. First, the question would be, uh how many tiers do you have? Oh, Tim uh, Tebow would be in the last one. Yeah, Tim Tebow didn't count. He's he, <laughs> he's
2: somewhere between me and Johnny Ricky Manzlitter. Wild
1: Thing Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, for me, it would be Baker Mayfield first, and then it would be Cam Newton. Some distance behind him. See, I to me, they're Colin Kaepernick. to me
2: they're all together. Really? Oh, yeah. I would say they're all between 35 and 40 among NFL quarterbacks. Hmm. Here's the difference. Who's around them? Jacoby Brissett, Case Keenum, Josh Johnson. There's a lot of guys in that range. You know what all of them have in common? Nobody's clamoring for them to start. Mm Mm-hmm eric mangini went on the herd with colin cowherd today and said the browns should hold on to baker mayfield see what they get because the team's gonna get desperate and they will for jimmy garoppolo Mm -hmm. or sam darnold yeah sam darnold i I when i I said that you looked at me and went well he's not available no if carolina's talking about cam newton which who wants you to know that he could be had and which would you rather do? He's not. who. Which would you rather do? Would you rather sign Colin Kaepernick? Would you rather trade for Baker Mayfield or make a run at Sam Darnold? Oh, it would be Sam Darnold. And it's not even close to me. You know why? Because no matter what happens, do I know he can be a serviceable starter? Yeah. I feel that way about every guy I've just said. Mm-hmm. The difference is there's not that 25% of the fan base that thinks they're one shot away from being the MVP. Right. They all have that in common. That's a big problem. And that's the reason that Baker Mayfield is radioactive. What I do not understand is how many times does this have to happen where people take every narrative you could possibly take of why these guys don't get a shot? Oh, nobody, nobody. Colin Kaepernick
1: can't get a shot. Nobody wants Cam Newton. Nobody wants Baker Mayfield. First off, how many teams has Colin Kaepernick worked out for? I mean, isn't this about the fifth time it's happened in the last two No, years? this is the first one that I look at and go,
2: yep, that's the first time I've seen a team directly attri- uh, attributed to you. Oh, sure. He worked out with the Seahawks. I mm-hmm. do know that. hmm It has nothing to do with any of these other things you want to make this about. It's all about the public narrative. And the public narrative is, we're bringing this guy in to be a backup. That is what you're here for. Mm-hmm. Why would I want the backup that the media wants to interview? Think about every good team in this league. Name me. You have no idea where I'm going with this. No. Name any good team. First good team that comes to your mind. Green Bay Packers. Who's the backup? Jordan Love. You ever seen him do media availability? No. Not one time. I would wager 99.999% of NFL fans don't even know what his voice sounds like. Nope. And do you know why? Why? Because why would I want my backup quarterback talking to the media ever? Right. No good could come from that. Mm -hmm. So why would I not just look at a guy like Josh Johnson that's been on 47 teams and go, yep, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. And yet somehow we just keep going on this vicious cycle. Cam winds up somewhere. Kaepernick doesn't. And I'll be honest with you, I... It's the Raiders, so I can't tell you definitively that nothing is going to come of this. I would opine that nothing will come of this. Mm-hmm. Because you think Cam Newton didn't make sense in New England? Uh, this is the same offense. Uh, Colin Kaepernick makes less sense in New England. Or in uh, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, excuse me. If you would have told me every team in the NFL, who is the least likely to bring Kaepernick in for an, uh, for a workout? The Raiders would have been in my top five. Okay. because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever that does not play to his strengths right and by the way these are strengths that I'm going off of 60 years ago. I just don't get it why why is it that the public narrative cannot quit any of these guys? the NFL has made this as perfectly clear to you as they possibly can mm-hmm. you can be a quarterback you can be a backup quarterback in this league for a billion years ask you a question. What does Josh Johnson's voice sound like? No clue. No idea. He could talk like. What does Chad Henney's voice sound like? (laughs) Couldn't tell you. He looks like Sling Blade. I I know that much because
1: he has a very prominent brow. He could only speak in beeps like Beaker from the Muppets, and we would, no clue. No clue.
2: That's what these teams want. They want a backup quarterback that if something happens to my starter, the fan base will go, well, this guy can come in and win games. Well the question becomes what
1: do you have to gain? That that's always been my question. What do you have to gain from this? And I'll go back to I'll go back to Seattle. Well, Seattle giving Colin Kaepernick a tryout. And that one would have actually made sense to me, to be really honest with you. I, I just
2: I mean, is he better than what they have now? Geno Smith, yes. Better I, than I, Drew Locke? <laughs> I'm probably not the person to ask that because I absolutely laugh at the fact that drew locks even still in this league Mm -hmm. and anybody could
1: possibly have faith in him but i mean five years on the bench away from the game you feel like colin kaepernick is better than drew lock i feel for what he would do they're going to be very similar okay i it just would
2: be just like it was in san francisco you're not going to ask him to go out and throw the ball 45 times right now the thing that doesn't make any sense to me is that's exactly what josh mcdaniels is going to ask Derek carr to do so that part of it doesn't make even an iota of sense to me but this gets into the this is the hard knocks theory you ever notice the teams that do hard knocks they're almost always bad Mm -hmm. you know why because good teams do not want that noise around their team right because no good can cover there's no positive here because this is exactly what would happen and i'm gonna lump the cam newton i'm gonna lump the baker mayfield i'm gonna lump the colin kaepernick all together you know what that will do it will bring in TMZ. It will bring in, oh, I don't know, Time Magazine, and all of these people that do not talk about the NFL, and it's just noise. Mm-hmm. This could be a backup quarterback. I don't think anybody with, there you know what, there are people that believe birds are real. So I, I can't, <laughs> I can't say that nobody will believe what I'm getting ready to say. Nobody thinks you're going to unseat Derek Carr. No. You're bringing this guy in as either, most likely as a camp arm. We did this twice with Tim Tebow. Once in Jacksonville, once with the Jets. And I can tell you, if somebody lived through the latter, it was a disaster. Because that was all anybody wanted to talk about. Why would you take the focus off your franchise? For a guy that's a fringe roster candidate anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'll go into something that just happened. The NFL draft. The NFL draft just happened. Mm -hmm. How many guys did I tell you on day three the reason they didn't get drafted was either medical, personality, or just some kind of red flag? Quite a few. Red flag is a very wide term. Mm -hmm. Not saying they're all bad. I'll tell you right now, there were a couple guys that went lower in the draft than you would think because they had outside interests. One of them was a dancer, and he went lower in the draft because they were afraid he wouldn't play as long because he had outside interest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the outside interest is. That's what nobody wants to listen to because they want to make these things so much more grandiose than they are. I want my backup quarterback. I, I'm going to steal your – the way you said that is the funniest way I've heard it said, and so I'm just going to go with it from now on. The backup quarterback could literally speak in beeps. <laughs> That's how I want this to go. Right. I don't want to know anything about my backup quarterback except that he can come in and be reasonably competent in the event that something happens to my quarterback. Now, that broke right before this segment, so now where I actually started this, the dichotomy of these two stories in Carolina breaking on the same day of Sam Darnold doing media availability saying, I think I can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The same day that Scott Fitterer will not close the door on Cam Newton and all of these little leaks come out of, well, we're going to bring in Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Where's the win? What, what is the win in that? No clue. Best case scenario. You saw how just unbelievably horrid he was last year. Let's say he gets back to the New England form behind this line. Mm-hmm. What do you expect to be? 5-12? and 12? Is that your best case scenario? Mm-hmm. And you're going to do this to Sam Darnold. And to Matt Corral, by the way, the guy
1: that you just took in the third round traded up to go get. What sense does that make? To me, with the Carolina stuff, I mean, have we heard Scott Fitterer say that? He said something to the effect of he
2: couldn't, he wouldn't close the door on anything. Right.
1: Right. Close the door! Because he was asked about it by the media, and the media is the one pushing this narrative. of Because he won't shut it down. He wouldn't
2: shut it down last year and what happened. He wound up on the roster. Mm-hmm. It would be better for you to bring me in to be the third-string quarterback who's going to do nothing but throw five yards outs and, and heaters at all the that, haters.
1: But is that a fan
2: thing? I mean, if you, you is, always say this about – If it is, you should force him to sell the team right now. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I seriously mean that. Right. If you're going to do this again
1: after you've already seen it, this is the same story. You just know that there are some people in your fandom that will not let it go. And that's why you have to you shut do, it down. But if you do that, you alienate those fans. And that's Who cares? and they're not willing to do that. Who cares? You alienate those
2: fans. Who cares? You yeah, many the times Caroline I've heard Panthers people do. say to me, "Oh, I'll never watch the NFL mm-hmm. again." Weird. Come week four, you know what they're you know what they're doing? They're in my DMs on Twitter, going, "Hey, who, I, I have uh, Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. <laughs> who should I start my fantasy lineup this right. week?" It's weird. It's the same guys that I see. I'll never sure. watch it again. Yeah, I bet you will. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, that's fine. Stick to your principles. But all, is this all about it? Is
1: this inexperience? Is this having an inexperienced owner who won't who won't take that chance? I mean, because you can look at it from the outside of, of see all the things around David Tepper as the owner. And maybe this is a Scott Fitterer deal, but I, again, I'll say it. I, I said it last year, and I'll say it again. I don't believe that. I don't believe Scott Fitterer, who I believe to be a smart football guy, as do I. is making these decisions. Last year when they brought Cam Newton in, I said it then, and I'll say it now. I think this is from on top. This is from... This is from David Tepper, and if it is, you have much bigger problems than you thought you did. Well, look at all the noise around this organization of the David. Te- ever since David Tepper took over this team, it's been a disaster. I mean, you've had people on social media talking about how the you know the Jerry Richardson days were the salad days of this, and I'm not saying they weren't, but even how that ended is better in some people's minds. Than what we have right now with David Tepper, because you had the Matt Rule signing, you had uh, obviously the way the quarterback position has gone since Cam Newton left. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's all tied back to Tepper, and maybe it's his inexperience as an owner. I mean, I feel like he should have learned something as being a part owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of those great franchises that we were talking about in the first hour. And it's weird. Think about every team you've heard attached to
2: every player I've said in this segment. You ever heard Pittsburgh attached to him? No, it's weird. They needed a quarterback as desperately as any team in the league, mm-hmm. as as badly as any team in the league. They what went, did they do? They went and, old Mitch Trubisky. They went and got Mitch Trubisky, who, oh by the way, was a top three pick in the draft. And I guarantee you, you don't know what his voice sounds like, right? Because okay, so we draft a rookie. He sits behind him. If the rookie's terrible and he has to start, we're fine. If he's the backup, he's not going. It, it, nobody's going to ask him what he thinks. Nobody's going to ask him about how he feels about the team, and there is absolutely no noise around him. That's the problem. That's the reason that none of these things have ever made sense to me. And yet, just it, it, I there are times with these four guys specifically,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I'm in a NASCAR race. Of every time we get far enough away of I feel like, okay, we're done. Right. We cross the backstretch hit turn three, and here we're getting closer again. Come right back again. And it just
1: keeps happening. Yep. You're in the sportocracy here on ESPN, Asheville. Uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton.
2: Somebody bring in Tim uh, Tebow. Let's just let's get the let's, let's get them get all get together. Let's,
4: let's just
2: roll with it and give us something to talk about for the next month.
4: Now is the time to get in the driver's seat of your career. Ingalls Markets is looking for new regional drivers to join our Land Sky distributors fleet. Start with 2 weeks paid time off and paid holidays. Our drivers average over $80,000 per year and they're home every week. Land Sky offers excellent pay and a great benefits package. 6 months of CDLA driving experience is required to apply. Visit ingalls-markets.com/careers to know more. That's ingles-markets.com slash careers. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
1: back in the angle studio here on espn asheville don't forget to go to the sportocracy.com click on that live video link subscribe to the youtube channel like the video all those things we greatly appreciate it and you subscribe to the channel that gets you into the chat where we have wonderful uh wonderful people who comment and say things like tyler cunningham i have a question for panthers fans why do you want cam to come back i understand sam darnold is flat stanley but why I don't know what Flat Stanley means, uh, but I laughed at it regardless. Uh, I will show you Flat Stanley when we're done with this segment, and you will laugh hilariously. It's a children's book about a guy, about a kid who's basically made of paper. Oh. Yeah, and well, he, he does look like a Lego fireman. He does look like a two D Lego fireman. Does Flat Stanley, and as does uh, Sam Darnold. So I, I got a kick out of that uh, with two kids of my own, um, one who may not live to see the rest of the day, but that's beside the point uh (laughs) don't admit that admitting that is a bad idea no no i can't tomorrow the show
2: will be brought by uh, just me
1: (laughs) jeremy has to figure out buttons because he doesn't know which ones to push every person that has a child understands the feeling that i have right now of you can't keep it together for another hour before daddy gets home just come on man anyhow we're talking quarterbacks here and uh jimmy garoppolo It's a big topic of discussion today because apparently there's still the discussion of what are we going to do? What are the 49ers going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo? Last time you and I talked about this, Jeremy, we were both under the impression of, did they just need to hang on to him as an insurance policy for Trey Lance? Well, and and I'm not sure that that's not still the
2: rationale. I think it should be. I think at this point. But it's never going to be what they say out loud. No. Because if a trade presents itself, you have to go down this path. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, l- let me just ask a theoretical question. Is he not the most attractive quarterback on the market by quite some ways? And I don't mean, oh, and I, and I don't <laughs> mean that weird thing where we <laughs> p- put long hair on all the quarterbacks and that trended on Twitter because we're weird people with the coronavirus. Shut <laughs> and that
1: as a man, as a woman, it doesn't really matter. He is the most attractive. As a quarterback, he's certainly the most attractive. 100%. The problem is he and not have anywhere to land. Yeah,
2: yeah. I and, mean, they never have again. They're so not for San Francisco, it. you have to keep saying these things, and no matter what John Lynch says, no matter what Kyle Shanahan says, it's gonna make headlines. Mm-hmm. My question is, why do you keep saying anything? Why do you not just look at the media and go, you know what? We're figuring that out as we're fi- we're figuring it out as we go along. All right, the surgery it didn't do us any favors and uh, when, so- when I got something to tell you,
1: I'll, I'll tell you something. Well, that's pretty much what he's doing, but he's he's putting it, away, putting it in a way that the media can grab it and go, oh, see, he's still on the trade market. Well, of course he's on the trade market. That was the whole plan. The plan was we get to trade Jimmy, the shoulder surgery, put him behind, and so when Kyle Shanahan says things like, yeah, it's, we're most likely going to trade him, but right now that's on hold. Well, that's nothing to do with Trey Lance. I don't feel like it's anything to do with Trey Lance. That's all to do with the uncertainty of Jimmy's health number 1 and number 2 who's there's no one in the discussion right now.
2: Well, it also has to do with you don't give up assets like that for nothing.
1: And he's not Baker Mayfield. No, he's
2: Trent Dilfer. You don't. I'll tell you exactly what and the more I've thought about this, the more yep. And this ties back into what we said in the first segment of this hour everybody always goes to the mediocre quarterbacks that won super bowls Mm -hmm. they were all dull as dishwater Mm -hmm. i love trent Trent Dilfer as an analyst when he retired i could not tell you what his voice sounded like joe falco I, i i know he's really tall i don't know anything else about him and I think we're to a point where that can't work anymore. People want to lump Jared Goff in that, and i that kind of makes me laugh. Jared Goff was still the number one pick in the draft. Still mm-hmm. a talented kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I just don't – I i don't get any of it. This has just been one of those days that's been a grab bag of quarterback news, and every one of those made me go, wait, what? Just, could could you run that by me one more time? Right.
1: <sighs> Jimmy Garoppolo, if the if the right deal is out there to be had, he will be dealt. And until that and happens, we, you're just in a holding pattern. And 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 I I feel like San Francisco needs to sit and and just wait. Do exactly what Kyle Shanahan. You saying. need to do
2: what Eric Mangini told the Browns to do.
1: Oh, uh, to it, hold on. It, to yeah, him.
2: he said the Browns. Are, when he said Cleveland needs to do this with Baker Mayfield, he said San Francisco
1: and Jimmy Garoppolo are wrong. Right. Because I couldn't, I couldn't disagree more with Eric Mangini, who says at some point somebody's going to panic. Eric somebody's Man- going to be in a you know in a in a in a time of need, and they're going to offer something great for Breaker Mayfield. No, they're not.
2: As a card carrying Jets fan, I will tell you right now, Eric Mangini could tell me the sky was blue, and I would go check. Uh, we also have a super chat, and I don't actually know what this means. If Tank apologizes to hockey, I will donate a hall a House of Reprehensibles membership. I don't know what any of those words mean. He was talking about apologizing for your slight to hockey because you deride hockey and you shouldn't. Because it's wonderful. Well, I apologize
1: to hockey. You have more than tens of fans. It's it's wonderful. It's fun to watch. (laughs) It is, and it's a great beer drinking sport. Mm -hmm. It is. So I apologize to hockey. And now I want to see
2: what that donate a house of Reprehensibles membership thing means.
1: Because I I have have no
2: idea. I didn't think there was anything uh, in the youtube world that right. i didn't know what it was right that's one of them i take shots at hockey what can what,
0: what can i say
2: i take shots after the show <laughs> but a bunch <laughs> to
0: tell us something that we don't know on the weird scale there's vegas there's florida and there's Asheville. let's get weird Asheville.
1: All right, this one comes to us from Florida. Who's shocked that a weird story comes from Florida? Lots of people love to go fishing down in Florida. There's lots of great spots, especially down in Broward County, where it's mostly water because of the Everglades, right? So they're going fishing, though, this week for something other than fish or snakes or alligators or the other things that you might find uh, in the Everglades. They're fishing for cars fishing for cars fishing for cars not carps nope not or carps. carp cars uh <laughs> drivers descended into a lake in deerfield beach tuesday morning for a special operation designed to find and recover missing vehicles in broward county waterways so there is believed to be at least 13 vehicles that are in broward county waters Apparently, this is like a mafia hotbed, like, of you know, all the retired Dons, I guess, from New York. I'm, I'm obsessed with The Godfather right now because I've been watching the Paramount Plus The Offer show, which is all about the making of it and how the mafia was like... Sh- the mafia was upset that there was a mafia book made, and they were also upset that they were going to make a mafia movie because it might look bad about what the mafia does. So then they wanted to strong-arm Hollywood not to portray them as the exact things that they were doing to everybody who was trying to make the mafia movie it's hilarious to me but i've started reading the godfather book and all of this and so when i saw broward county and a lot of retired uh you know mafia mafiosos i guess down there and the fact that they believe that there are more than 13 vehicles down there a dozen vehicles have been found in the last week submerged some apparently have bodies some do not who's really shocked who uh, who has who's this really much time sh- they've got a they've got a a, a great video uh, on uh, local 10.com of them pulling a really nice bentley out of the m- muck why would there. you sink
2: a Bentley
1: well I mean if you're you gonna know,
2: sink a car it should find a geo metro you know, somewhere
1: it's like a 1980s Bentley and I guess you know stolen vehicle possibly used in crimes and they it was funny the way this the, the way they wrote it up was the car the Bentley was pulled out nobody inside like they were upset that there was not a body inside of this vehicle But yes, they have found more, or they have found a dozen cars so far this week, and they believe that there are more down in the waters in Broward County. Something there's not more of
2: payphones. It is officially the end of an era. Monday morning, the final public payphone was removed from New York City. There is now nowhere in New York City that you can use a coin operated payphone it has gone the way of the typewriter and the dodo bird i'm kind of shocked actually they have apparently they started this process in 2015 uh the it was two payphones that were left and they have been sent to a museum to be displayed forever they were at the corner of 7th and 5th, 7th avenue and 50th street in midtown manhattan of course they were mm-hmm. as that's exactly where the last payphone ever should be <laughs> they have replaced them with public Wi-Fi hotspots. They're right. called Link NYC. That, that's the company that runs them. Mm-hmm. And so basically, instead of a payphone, now you have this gigantic kiosk that has a place to charge your phone. And if you have any kind of device in your hand, you can connect to it and send a call for free. So if you're out of minutes. I I don't know if minutes is a thing. It was when I left Verizon. So I think it still is, yeah. Maybe. I, who knows? Or you don't have any Wi-Fi or you don't have any cell signal. You can connect to this thing and it will allow you to send free calls as opposed to using the payphone. Mm. Which now means there are so many people that have cell phones, we don't need payphones anymore. No. And I thought those days had passed at least five years ago i'm telling you the terminators are coming we're just, we're just like what was the name of that company what was the company that tried to overthrow the world oh i could have
1: told you if you hadn't asked me uh, i've never started link gen? next gen no. no it wasn't next no gen. next that's gen's the, the thing I'm that's that's right what now. we used. yeah <laughs> i don't know it's been so long since i gen sis was that it uh, skynet skynet armchair Armchair's just on fire today he is good for you
2: there was a lot of people that, that got the skynet thing i never saw that movie yeah
1: you never saw any of them no good night I, it just didn't it didn't move me really I, no i thought everybody you know our age had seen at least terminator do you two. do
2: you see who you're talking to <laughs> I, you can I name practically any movie that you think every sure. person is yeah. like We're sure. currently running a poll of my Top Gun call sign. I had to Google what a call sign was. I didn't know what the term was. Nice. I had to look it up because I've never seen the
1: movie. Should have known. I, I, I apologize. Really? Terminator 2? That was like the it's like the greatest blockbuster movie of the 90s
2: in the 90s i was like six i I was busy with my juice box and 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 the the banger
1: that was the sandbox and reading box scores on on and reading box scores yeah Yeah, i did do that forgot that's how you learned how to read Uh, i i I did do that
2: (laughs) Uh, apparently armchair has both gifted a membership and given it away in the chat. Boom. I, I have no idea what's happening right He's now. He's self-sustaining. I mean, you know what? If if chair went like 500,000 miles away, we'd just set up a chair and have like a, a little virtual reality presence. Just put him on the
1: uh, Zoom and move him around. Right. I think that's your next homework assignment. You have to see at least one Terminator movie. No. Oh, come on. No. Any movie to, that's as old as and I am. it has to be a sequel. Because, look. Oh
2: no! I'm super secret about all that. Seventy year old Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm that. I will pass. I'm not saying it has to be. Why the did most the Terminator recent age? It's a machine. Why did it age? It didn't really age. Arnold Schwarzenegger aged.
1: Trust me. I mean, he looked a little better, but he he wasn't in the last few movies. Then why would I watch it? Well, because there were other people in those movies, and, and I don't care robots. about any of them it's like robert pattinson playing batman i'm out it had but that's one of those franchises where i wasn't wild about the terminator the first one uh, terminator all, all terrible t2 t3 rise of the machines those are really good movies i mean for arnold schwarzenegger blow them up robot films all terrible yeah yeah i'd agree to disagree once again so we got uh yeah what else is going on in the NFL? Is I mean, we got the Deshaun Watson thing. It's just that's up in the air. Let's we just don't know. hanging it. out there. I, right. I feel like this is one of those times that I think you're going to
2: see that thing I talk about with the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're just smarter than these other leagues. They're going to find a way to put a bow on this and move on I would say within days. I, and I'll be honest with you, you call me crazy you mm-hmm. call me conspiracy theory hashtag birds aren't real guy watch them drop this on friday at about 4 30 sure you do right the th- before the holiday weekend yep. you send it out with the uh everybody getting out of town for the holiday mm-hmm. by the time you be- come back around i do It's
1: nobody We got gonna, other things nobody's going to be doing a show on monday and if they are nope. it's going to be the backups on the national shows oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be out partying for Memorial Day or having their long weekends. I mean, this is, you know, the same thing happens in government. When they want us you know, when they know something's coming that you're not going to like, they're going to release the latest unemployment numbers, you know, when the economy is terrible, like like, like kind of is right now. The latest inflation numbers. The, let's go with that one. They'll be putting that out with the 5 o'clock document dump on Friday before a holiday weekend. Maybe so. Maybe you're right about that. It it does kind of shock me though that I haven't seen the round the clock coverage like I expected. From That's last what I've tried From to tell last you. night's real sports thing, you started to you started to go down that path of, oh, this could get bad. This no, could no, no, be no, really, no, no, really no, no. bad. No, no, no. I never got to the there's gonna be
2: protesters outside of the stadium. Right. That was what I was always vehement another one. Another one. The NFL, how the NFL does it, I have no idea. Right. But these things that have happened in NBA games, you ever notice that doesn't happen in the NFL? I don't know how they do it. Maybe yeah.
1: they pay their security guys more. I don't know. I don't know. I just Of all of the national coverage that I've seen and heard today, there hasn't been that just overwhelming Deshaun Watson talk since what was supposed to, or what was built up to be this big reveal that was coming with the real sports interviews. With Soledad O'Brien last night on and, HBO. And it was,
2: and I'll be honest with you, what I saw of it, it was very damning.
1: But we knew this. Mm-hmm. But was, that's the thing, and maybe that's the reason. There's, There was nothing new that came out of it. All of the things that we saw, you didn't see any actual proof. All you did was put a voice to the things that you've already read. Mm-hmm. All of those things had already been reported. And now you're just putting a voice and a face... With that, I think everybody was expecting something more groundbreaking. I don't know what they were expecting, but I did kind of expect more coverage of it today, and I haven't seen it. I, I do have something groundbreaking. not to uh, Breaking news? Uh, no. Oh. Well,
2: actually, kind of. You know what? This is probably worthy of breaking news. Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news?
1: That was actually just selfish because I was laid on the button the first time. Indeed. <laughs> uh, armchair commentary.
2: is uh, He's our resident candidate. Yep. And he just broke news in the chat. He lives less than an hour from the Sunnyvale trailer park, has served McDonald's to bubbles, and watched a hockey game in a luxury box with Ricky.
1: You have no I idea have what a no trailer what park boys are. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, stop it. You haven't seen Terminator, and you're mad at me because I haven't seen Trailer Park Boys. Yes, I am. Because what part of Trailer Park Boys do you think I would be interested in? What
2: part of Trailer Park Boys do you not think I would be interested in? Uh, Look at me.
1: I was going to say. I look like hmm. I should have been one of them. That's where I was going to head with that, but you just hit it right out of the park for me. So I appreciate that. (laughs) It's time to win some money, hopefully, with the Floaster Thomas. I'm guessing the five on it since the green on green last night went really well. Five on it went pretty well as well. That is all right. But the the big one got me. All right. Redeem yourself. Here we go.
2: If you've been playing along since the jump, we started with $500 in this segment. If you followed every bet doing exactly what I said, you would be up $118 and 74 cents. And I got three picks for you tonight in the NHL and the NBA. First, I got 25 on it between the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche. With no Jordan Bennington, I do not see a way that this doesn't go over, and this number has been going up all day long. I I don't know that I've ever seen a hockey game above 6.5 as an over-under. If there was ever going to be one, it would be tonight. I got 25 on it over 6.5. Next, I got over 50 on it. Or I got fifty on the over. <laughs> I was like, said how much over fifty? Yep, went full dyslexia there and read it backwards. I got fifty on it, over two hundred four between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. This game, I think, is going to be higher scoring. That tends to be the ebb and flow of these playoffs. Is whatever you think is coming, the exact opposite happens. What you would think is two very injured, very tired teams. This would be an ugly slugfest game. I'm going the opposite way. I got 50 on it over the 204 and 50 on it. Heating the money line. They're going to take the three, the three, two series lead, and they're still
1: going to win this series. Like I told you they would take all those wagers to bet Use the promo code sportsocracy and get a 125% bonus on whatever you put in to your deposit. Up to twenty five hundred dollars. See, armchair. If you'd have told me that you had had dinner with Terrence and Philip, I would get that reference. Those are cartoons. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Why are all the best things from Canada fake? It's time for something to chew on with At Caleb. Sports, ESPN <laughs> with Caleb P. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh,
3: happened with our team last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. I'm so tired of getting up
2: here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough.
3: Steve Kerr, head coach of the Golden State Warriors there. 21 innocent people, Dead. 19 of them, no older than 4th grade, and 2 adults who sacrificed their lives to protect kids whose only crime was counting the final 2 days until summer vacation. This is Chew On That, brought to you by Ingalls Markets Low Prices. Love the savings. I'm Caleb Peek, and no, basketball is not important right now. This time yesterday, Jeremy Green and I were talking on this show about how the NBA was dealing with an irrelevance problem because of its lack of star power in the playoffs or something. Little did we know at the time that the second deadliest mass shooting at an elementary school in American history was unfolding in real time. The comparisons between the senseless massacres at Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut, and now Rob Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, are nauseating. It's gut-wrenching, and it brings the grand total of innocent lives lost during nationally covered mass shootings in the last two weeks alone to 32. Yet, basketball plays on. And frankly, why shouldn't it? Canceling a game isn't going to bring those 19 children back to their families. It isn't going to suddenly revive those two teachers who began their school day as educators but gave their lives as human shields in a desperate attempt to protect young minds from a coward's bullets. You bow your head in silence for just a moment, and then you put 10 guys on the floor to try and throw a ball through a hoop more times than the other team. Today, it just seems trivial. You want to talk about sports? Let's talk about a three-on-one. That's how badly the 18-year-old shooter was outnumbered, according to the reports I've seen, when he first tried to access the school. A school district officer was the first to engage. He was wounded by the gunman, shortly followed by two Uvalde police officers, and they failed to stop the threat. In the Texas Department of Public Safety's words, not mine. But why? With those odds and that kind of advantage in firepower, how did a single kid armed with a rifle break the crucial line of defense? By the way, all those officers are still alive, and county officials have been awfully tight-lipped about the failure of these sworn men of uniform. Why did it take a tactical federal unit to finally take this kid down? This isn't LeBron James splitting a triple team on the way to the rack. This is serious business. You can't simply take a timeout and regroup once your game plan fails. You must get it right the first time. Oh yeah, this is a sports segment, isn't it? Let's talk about scouting or in this case, the lack thereof. Mere days before this latest round of indiscriminate murders, the gunman, whose name I refuse to repeat on these airwaves, posted something odd on Instagram. Two AR-15s, without much of an explanation as to why. Is this illegal for someone who purchased these guns in accordance with the law? Of course not. Should it have been cause for concern? You tell me. And now it's coming to light that one of the shooter's former classmates at Uvalde High School received disturbing text messages in the days leading up to the brutality, depicting an assault rifle, a backpack full of ammunition, and several magazines for said rifle. When he asked the shooter why he had this, the reply came back, Don't worry about it. Did this friend, acquaintance, whatever he was, did he report this conversation to authorities? Clearly he did not. But now that the tragedy has already occurred... Now that innocent blood has been spilled, he wants to go to the media as an anonymous source. This should be a crime. To have intricate knowledge of a highly unusual situation by a kid who had dropped out of school, had been bullied extensively because of his less-than-ideal upbringing, and showed all the signs of becoming irrationally violent, yet failed to report this? In my book, that's as good as being an accomplice. And he should be prosecuted. You want to talk about sports? Let's talk about this country being down 3-0 in a do-or-die best-of-seven series. We're one loss away from being swept out by an opponent we've never really faced before. And we're down by 20 in the fourth quarter. People want to label this opponent by a million different names. Gun violence, social media, extremism, political gridlock, abuse culture. The list goes on and on and on. But when you look at the scoreboard and see what's really happening, this country is losing the war on insanity. As the rich get richer and the have-nots progressively have less, there's a growing sense of nihilism, especially with recent high school graduates in the 18- to 20-year-old range. There's an overwhelming sense that kids don't want to be a part of the world, but they'd rather watch the world burn. It's a full-blown mental health crisis, all the way up to suicidal activity, and the fabric of this nation can't take much more of it. Our society is built around participation, not wanton destruction. Is it too late to fix this? No, but we've got to start yesterday. We must find pathways to improve mental health across the board. We must recreate a society that provides an incentive for the younger generation to get and stay involved. And as a last defense, we must decide who we're going to allocate our resources to protect. Our schools have got to be on that list. Time is ticking down to stage a comeback from the jaws of defeat, and we sure as hell don't have the luxury of calling a timeout. I'm Caleb Peek. That's something to chew on.
1: Much.
2: River Ridge Marketplace in East Asheville has been a staple of Buncombe County for generations, and now they're inviting you to their Spring Fling May 28th from 11 to 4. There will be food from their great restaurants such as Happy Cinco de Mayo, JNS Cafeteria, and many more. They'll also have sidewalk sales from their amazing vendors, snow cones, inflatables, and a petting zoo for the kids. So join me May 28th from 11 to 4 at River Ridge Marketplace.
0: the sportsocracy the ceiling
2: is the roof let's make it happen let's keep moving forward
1: all right back here on espn Asheville for just a few moments before we get out of here for the day um and we got basketball tonight we have game five of the eastern conference finals series tied up two two i guess the question has to be will it be the miami heat or will it be the Boston Celtics who get out to a 30 point lead early and then everybody just decides ah, we don't need this game?
2: I, I would just enjoy one game to be even vaguely interesting. Here's what I will tell you though. This started at Boston minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. It's gone all the way down to Miami minus one. That's which a, tells heck of a me, swing. Which tells me Sharps are adamantly on Miami in mm-hmm. this. See, that much line movement in one day, that's a
1: tremendous amount of line movement. The question is who's going to play tonight? Who's left that's healthy in this series? Well, Who, I mean, or, the big, who's the big
2: missing piece? Well, I mean, the big concern for, for Miami is can you score enough points? Mm-hmm. You barely have enough offense with Jimmy Butler being perfect, he's far from that. Mm hmm you just hope he can grit out a a game here at home. If I'm Eric Spolstra, that's my, the narrative to my team. We have to win two games at home. We've been phenomenal at home this year. Yep, That's all we got to do. We don't have to go to Boston. We don't have to do any of those things.
1: Protect home court. Well, they have the home court advantage. They got that by just getting a game up in Boston. So got it back. Right. Got it back. Exactly but they got a game in Boston and so now it's three game series you got two at your home place you know if this is to go to seven games you feel pretty certain or you feel pretty confident i guess about the Miami Heat playing at home in a game 7 it would be wonderful for that to happen marcus smart though i mean when he's played and he's been he's looked really good he's been the x factor for the, boston the the narrative that i've heard
2: all day is these two teams have played 16 quarters and boston's won 13 of them Mm -hmm. all right what do you think the split is in golden state dallas it's been very clear that golden state's the better of the two teams well they've controlled the second halves it's 8-8 is it yeah
1: don't worry so much about the quarters worry about the final score because that's all that really matters all right game five tonight and jeremy you're on miami to cover the spread, I'm taking well, Miami. You didn't take them to cover the spread; you took them in the money line. Right? Uh, yes, I take. I'm taking them to win outright. Okay. All right. Uh, game five tonight. We'll have all of your coverage with uh, from it right here on ESPN. Asheville tomorrow at three o'clock, and I'm sure there's going to be something else crazy come out from the NFL. We had Colin Kaepernick today getting a uh, workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. Who's going to get that workout? Who's going to be the uh, surprise? News of the day tomorrow. We'll be right back here on ESPN Asheville, live from the Ingalls studio.